from the Financial Times. This is FT News and I'm Jyotsna Singh in Delhi. Is a modern financial hub in India's western state of Gujarat about to challenge Singapore? The so-called gift city is a pet project of Prime Minister Narendra Modi in his home state, which promises hassle-free trading in Indian markets. India is one of the world's fastest-growing economies and, despite some recent shocks such as banknote demonetization, has remained an attractive destination for foreign investors. But bureaucratic hurdles, high taxes and inconsistent policies often make people take the offshore route to invest in India. The FT's Mumbai correspondent Simon Mundy has just been to Gift City and joins me now to discuss whether it has the potential to give India the much-needed image makeover. Simon, GIFT is an acronym, isn't it? Tell us what it stands for. The full name is the Gujarat International Finance Tech City, and its history really goes back more than a decade when Narendra Modi, who is now the Prime Minister of India, was running Gujarat. And he and his administration thought up the idea of a special economic zone that would offer foreign financial portfolio investors an opportunity to trade in India, but with some of the benefits that are normally associated with investing offshore. So they would have lower tax and much lighter bureaucracy. So it slowly came into being over the following years. And then last year, the BSE exchange that was formerly known as the Bombay Stock Exchange, followed by the larger national stock exchange, both opened exchanges in the city. It's called the city. It's really just a, a collection of a few office buildings. It's on the outskirts of Gandhinagar, which is the capital of Gujarat, and very close to the international airport of Ahmedabad, the biggest city in Gujarat. So you now have these two exchanges off the ground, trading derivatives. Volumes are pretty low, but people are hoping that they could pick up quite strongly as the year progresses. What has the government been doing to try to promote Gift City? There were some interesting developments in last month's budget. The budget was controversial in some quarters because it reintroduced long-term capital gains tax for most of India when it came to equities. But for Gift City, the news was better. The short-term capital gains tax on derivatives, which had stood at 30%, was removed entirely. This was seen as really narrowing the gap quite substantially with offshore centers like Singapore, which had been dominating the trade in Indian equity derivatives. The other thing that happened in the budget that was important for Gift City was the government announced plans for a new single unified regulator to oversee Gift City. People I spoke to in Gift City when I was there recently were very positive about this. They were saying that until now they've had to deal with several different regulators covering different aspects of the financial landscape and made it very difficult and, and slow to move ahead with new projects and, and products. Now having a single regulator who is fully focused on the development of Gift City, they were saying, will really speed the development of the new special economic zone. Also last month, India's leading exchanges made an announcement that could give a further boost to Gift City. But it wasn't universally welcomed abroad. What exactly happened? The announcement that came last month 
was to the effect that India's big exchanges will no longer provide real-time share price data to foreign providers of derivatives based on that data. So the big impact was on the Singapore exchange, or SGX, which, as I've mentioned, is the main provider of Indian equity derivatives, or its main exchange hosting trade in such derivatives. Its share price dropped by about 7% after this announcement. So this was really demonstrating quite how big a part of SGX's business this trade had become. The reason for doing this was general concern that too much of this trade was happening offshore and a desire to bring it back onshore. And I think the sense is that now that foreign investors who had previously been gaining exposure to the Indian market by, for example, investing in futures based on the NSE's Nifty index, now they're no longer able to do it through foreign exchanges. They now have a choice of doing it through Mumbai or doing it through Gift City. And in Gift City, the tax is much lower. The registration costs are much lower. The hope of people I spoke to in Gift City is that this will really increase the attractiveness of that option. This was really quite controversial beyond just Singapore. I mean, the MSCI, which is obviously a major index provider, said that it could have consequences for how it views India and how transparent and open India is viewed to be as a market. But there's no sign that this move is going to be reversed. Finally, Simon, what will be the key factors that decide whether Gift City succeeds and what will be the benefits for India if it does? So it's important to remember that so far the volumes at Gift City are pretty low, about 270 million average daily volume in December. That is really quite small by the standards of major global exchanges. But we'll see if it takes off. There are now a huge range of single stock futures that can be traded at Gift City. It's not going to be direct competition for the Mumbai market in the sense that it's denominated in dollars all trading there rather than in rupees. So you could say they're really catering to different audiences. There's still a fair amount of restriction in terms of the kinds of products that can be listed at Gift City ETFs, for example, are not on the table. But it's certainly a very interesting project. I think some of the language around uh, Gift City has been rather ambitious. You know, this could be the Hong Kong of India and so on. But it's certainly at the early stages. And there are reasons to think that for certain kinds of foreign investors seeking to gain exposure to the Indian economy, this could be an increasingly interesting option as liquidity picks up. Thanks, Simon. Thanks for listening. This is Jyotsna Singh in Delhi saying goodbye. Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.